his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven. So that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patrons. And let's see what God is doing today. Welcome! We're on take three here. We're going to make this happen. Uh, it's about 1130 uh, when it's supposed to start at 10 o'clock. So, uh, wow, crazy stuff uh, this morning. So I, I'm feeling great though because I slept a long time. <laughs> I was up with the Lord early this morning and didn't think any way I would sleep past it. But uh, but I was recovering a little bit from a stomach flu and, and, um, and slept a, a good couple hours later than I thought I would. Um, so and then then when we started um, the, when I reset everything rumble didn't go but we are live on rumble now um, and clout hub as well as Twitter and many others so uh, that's a that's a good thing there's one other button I needed to hit that actually says go live that usually works better when you hit the turn the, the little button that says go live <laughs> so we are set now and we are live on all platforms so I'm gonna lift this up to the Lord Heavenly Father just thank you so much for the book of Hebrews and how beautiful it is letting us know uh, the old promises versus new promises the these new this new covenant thank you for that lord this new testament and uh hebrews doing such a great job saying exactly what the difference is and uh, lord we just pray that that comes across and that and we're able to get your word in our heart as it talks about lord we just submit this uh this teaching to you this worship to you may your presence come down while we're worshiping you and, and lord we just love you so much and Thank you. We say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. And guys, we have a brand new worship video for you. 
Um, it's got the song called Build My Life, but now we have the, the, the beautiful video with the lyrics up top. And remember, the scriptures are at the bottom of each of uh, the verses that we attach to. So now that we have Annette and um, Jeremiah, as well as Elizabeth here, so we've got the three countries of worshipers um, ready to worship. I'll, I'll have uh, I'll have them read a little bit. So uh, there's a there's a there's a pretty long one that, that here here at the beginning that I'll do, um, and it, it's called again. This is a brand new video called "Build My Life," and we're going to start with that worship, and uh, here it is. And so first thing we do always is take the lyrics of this and attach it to scripture. It says, and I will build my life upon your love. That's what this song's built, uh, uh, named, right? It says, it's a firm foundation. And I put my trust in you alone and I will not be shaken. This points to a couple, couple verses. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. That's John 14, 23. And then uh, Hebrews 12 goes into, therefore, let us be grateful receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I believe that's what God's doing right now. He's shaking everything except for the spiritual hope that we have. That's the kingdom that can't be shaken. It says, worthy of every breath we live for you. Jesus, the name above every other name, the only one who could ever save. So Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. That's Galatians 2.20. Therefore, God has highly exalted and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Right out of Philippians 2.9, the song in the third verse we emphasize says, Holy, there is no one like you, none besides you. Open up my eyes and wonder and show me who you are. So, so that you may know that there is no one like the Lord or God. Right out of Exodus 8.10. Uh, and see, Jesus said to him, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Out of John 14.9. The fourth verse we talk about is fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. It says, and I will give you a new heart and give you a new, uh, and, and we will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. How cool is that? Go from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh that God has given us out of Ezekiel 36, 26. Let's worship to this brand new worship video, Build My Life.
we may know that there's no other one like the Lord our God. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Let's be grateful for receiving the kingdom that cannot be shaken. Hebrews 12, 28. Ah, it's a beautiful new video, the video I've put together. Ah, I love these worship videos. Here's another, the, 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 the latest one that she put together just recently. So Elizabeth, can you read that? I know you might, you might have to go soon, so I figured you would. Okay. <laughs>
Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty, and that they we put a lot of scripture in that puppy. <laughs> yes, this is a classic. Let's see how great they are.
Take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, for I am gentle. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For as were the days of Noah, so will becoming the Son of Man. Two men will be in the field, and one will be taken, and one will be left. Stay awake, for you do not know what day their Lord is coming. <laughs> how great is he, though, how? Wow, okay, we're going to get into Hebrews. We're probably going to go over the first half of this. Um, and get a, the second half of chapter 10 um, in the uh, and mon on Monday, okay? But this first half is powerful and ends in, the, in this so great place where we need to have our heart. So what I'll do is I'm going to read through the whole first 18 verses, and then we'll go back and uh, and dig into it a little bit, okay? So let's let's do that now. So here we are. It says, for since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come, instead of the true form of these realities. It can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year, make perfect those who draw near. That's the first verse, and then we get into verse two. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered? Since the worshipers have once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sins. But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of the sins every year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offers you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come to you. I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. When he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings. These are offered according to the law. Then he added, behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And by this will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting for that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Sanctified is being made holy. And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us. For after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Wherever there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. Beautiful. So this is really summarizing the first uh, nine chapters here in chapter 10 and kind of get into the crescendo to really, really make sure everybody understands this is a brand new covenant, brand new promises, and a brand new way to get close to God versus having to do the blood and goats in the Old Testament and go to the priest. Now, that veil tore, remember, from top to bottom, 
that four inch veil just ripped, right? Four inches thick, just think about that, how much power that would be. Um, and, and what's that mean? We have access to the Holy of Holies through Jesus. And we'll talk about how his flesh that was torn, that, that, that veil was torn to give us this access through Jesus. So with that, I wanna go back through some of this and dig into it a little bit, okay? So if you look at um, this first verse, it talks about the good things to come. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come, we saw that back in uh, chapter nine here of Hebrews where it said, but when Christ appeared as high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made of hands, that is not of this creation. That's God made this heavenly temple, right? This heavenly holy of holies where he presides. And we can literally have access to that. That is a, the beautiful part of what we need to recognize who we are in Christ and through Christ that we have this access to the Holy of Holies is amazingly different than what the Old Testament was. We have a privileged, better covenant for sure here, right? And uh, it's a really important to understand that as we dig in here. And um, again, as this talks about in verse three, but in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. And we see that back in Leviticus, where in uh, 1621 it starts, it says, and Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it in all the iniquities of the people of Israel and all their transgression and their sins. And he shall put them on the head of the goat and send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who is in readiness. So this is where the word scapegoat comes from. A lot of terms we have and use normally come from the Bible, right? And here's another one right out of Leviticus 16, the term term scapegoat. And again, this is where the sins of the people would be put on. And there's two goats, one they sacrifice and one is the scapegoat they let into the wilderness. And um, again, this is every year they had to do this though. And uh, again, Another thing I want to remind you is that uh, part of what we do in this ministry is we celebrate all seven biblical feasts and uh, actually um, teach on that. And uh, we actually um, often celebrate the feasts uh, together, right? So join us. We'll start in March with a spring feast, obviously. Um, and uh, I think and God does big things on his feasts. Just to think about the, the, all, that's, all that happens during each of these uh, periods of the fall feast and the spring feast, we'll see huge things happen um, on those time periods. So it's a time to really get our hearts ready for those. Um, now, if we look at, uh, uh, again, for it is impossible for the blood of uh, bulls and goats to take away sins. And five says, constantly when Christ came to the world, he said, sacrifice and offerings you have not desired, but a body have you prepared for me. So this whole quote that we're looking at here starts getting into an Old Testament scripture right out of Psalms 40, where it says, in sacrifice and offering, you have not delighted, but you have given me an open ear. So he wants us to hear the, the word of the Lord, right? Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, behold, I have come in the scroll of the book. It is written for me. I delight to do your will, oh my God. Your law is within my heart, right? So this is what the whole New Testament is going to be about. Instead of it just being on the people's minds, it needs to be in your heart, right? And we talked about how important it is to do um, either meditation or Bible memory to make that happen, right? That's one big thing that I do. So if you go to BibleMemory.com on your, on your browser or just download Bible memory, 
Um, you can go to a group called Blessed Teach, or you can just start creating your own verses. You can take some of my verses that you like, add, add, delete. Um, love to have you in that group. Again, the point is just getting God's word in your heart. You can use what version you want, uh, but I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that we can all do to uh, make sure this is happening. This goes over that whole quote that we just read out of Psalm, and it says, when he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offers and burnt offerings and sin offerings, these are offered according to the law. Then he added, behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And I wanted to get a little bit into uh, verse 10 here. It says, and by that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. And this is important. If we look back at Matthew 26, 26, it talks about now as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to his disciples, then said, take, eat, this is my body. What's that? That's talking about communion, right? That we uh, will we'll do at least once a month here on uh, this channel. And so uh, um, again, this, this is pointing toward that very moment here in Hebrews, talking about how important it is to understand that it was the body of Jesus Christ that was actually torn, just like that veil that was torn that allowed us to the Holy of Holies. His body was torn for us. And every piece stands daily at his surface, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices in which they take away sins. In verse 11 here, in 12 it says, but when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And, uh, that reminds me of what's in Mark 16, 19, where it says, then, So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up to heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Um, that is you know, clearly um, all over the scripture. You'll see that where, where, where he has the authority of, of the Father. That's when you're on the right hand of somebody, you have the authority of that person, right? As you, as you dig into there. Now, um, also, and I think this also talks about it in, in here in Psalm 110. Um, the Lord says to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. So he's actually going to actually uh, quote a little bit from, from this as well. And verse 4, you'll say, you, you'll see we've already studied this earlier. We are talking about the whole order of Melchizedek, which we taught on the last few weeks, right? Where that is um, most likely... A Christophany, right? A, a, a Christ coming down as an angel, if you will, in in or coming down as himself as an angelic being, um, being a um, a priest forever, right? So since he's the creator, yeah, I guess it would not be angelic being. I want to make sure I say that, but people were thinking it was an angel, but most people think that this this was a Christophany instead, right? It's a, a being from heaven, I should say, it would be a better way to state that. Um, because Christ is way above the angels. <laughs> we just read we just read all about that all through Hebrews, right? Talking about that uh, very thing. And he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting for that time until the enemies should be made a, uh, a footstool for his feet. And that's what we were just looking at there. Uh, it's also mentioned uh, in back, in, back, in, back in the Old Testament. But here we have in 1 Corinthians, for he must reign, and this is a verse... Uh, verses 25 to 28 in, in chapter 15. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. 
For God put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is expected who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. Beautiful scripture there. Again, we've destroyed the fear of death. We don't have to fear that anymore because we know we have a heavenly place that's going to be much better anyway, right? One of the beautiful scriptures that allow us to understand that we are going to be fine regardless of what happens in our life, right? We are going to be fine. And we're actually going to a better place. And uh, when we go to a funeral, we can actually be celebrating somebody's life and their birth into the kingdom of God, right? Um, as many people have lost a lot of people during this time, I know it's hard, but just to just know that they are graduating and removing the birthing into, the, into this new area. Um, if we get into sixth, and it says the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us for after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them. For after those days, declares the Lord, I'll put my laws in their hearts and write them on their minds. And if we go back to Jeremiah 31, 33, this says, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my law within them and I'll write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Woo! That is the beautiful part of what we see here is that um, the law that is not just going to be in our minds it's going to be in our heart. And that's really what salvation is about. There's a lot of people, remember the devil and even the demons know that Jesus is Christ. So knowing that and saying that um, is not what God needs to actually choose for you to put him as your savior. You have to have, have it in your heart, right? That means his word is in your heart. And that's why we talk about Bible memory. But also just remember when we're saying, when we're saying Jesus is Lord, like Romans 10, 9 says, you can't just do it intellectually. You have to do it with your heart and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the rest of that verse says. So it's vital that we that, that our heart is involved in our in, in our salvation and our sanctification. Our salvation when we're saved and our sanctification as we're becoming holy, as we learn more and we try to become more like Christ and we try to understand his ways and not our ways. We try to understand his thoughts and not our thoughts. That is the key to renewing our mind. That's why we talk about that all the time. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, right? That Romans 12, 2 talks about all the time. And it's really important that we are renewing our mind by being in the Word and memorizing some Scripture so that we have some in our, in our heart. And even if it's only one Scripture a month, right? Just just start, uh, start, start on that process and you'll see the Holy Spirit's in you. So you can do it. I didn't think I could do it, but... The Holy Spirit's in you. You can do it. I promise. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be something that's special to you as well. Isaiah 118 also talks about what happens once we do that. And he says, come, let us reason together. God really wants you to understand this. Together, says the Lord. He says, come, now let us reason together. Let, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Wow. Is that not an awesome promise? He wants us to really understand that. He wants us to reason with him, to understand. And that only way that happens is, is how. It is through doing, getting that word of God in your heart. 
accepting Jesus Christ as your savior and this once and for all sacrifice and what happens, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. How beautiful is that? Where there is forgiveness of these, there's no longer any offering for sin. It's a once and for all sacrifice. You don't need a mass to recreate it. You need just to accept Jesus. That's why we do communion in remembrance of him. Is that not beautiful? And with that, we're gonna, we're gonna get into another beautiful song. This is the 10,000 reasons why we bless the Lord. <laughs> and uh, uh, Annette, would you read this one? Okay. Interesting. Sound is good. Good showing it's playing here. I'm going to turn this on and off. Okay, go ahead, Annette, and read it. Read, read it. Go ahead. I think I just got it. Go ahead, Annette. All right. You can hear me now, right? Testing, testing, testing. So. Go ahead, Annette. Are you unmuted? I think we got it all set. Thanks. so much let's bless the Lord of my soul bless the Lord of my soul oh my soul worship his holy name sing like never before oh my soul I worship your Your holy 
pour on my soul all that's within me. You're rich in love and you're slow to anger. Your name is great and your heart is kind. For all your goodness I will keep on singing. Ten thousand reasons for my heart to find So bless the Lord, oh my soul Oh my soul Worship His holy name Sing like this Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless His holy name. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. There's none like you, O oh Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. And praises the Lord. And on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then Lord, O oh, you saints, and give thanks to his holy name. 
Yeah, you got a mighty to save. I'm testing some of the sound here on this. Um, but uh, Elizabeth, do you mind reading this one? Elizabeth? Ah, that is really odd. All right, so I'll read this since uh, that's not happening. That's weird because it's showing that this is working perfectly on it. My sound but usually shows that. Uh, backstagers are still muted, it's saying. I'm trying to look for anything else that that could be. Let me see here. No, can't figure that out. I'll probably just have to reboot for next time. So I'll read this. My God is mighty to save. The Lord your God is in your midst. A mighty one who saves. Zephaniah 317. Um, this talks about he rose and conquered the grave, which is uh, obviously the whole point of what we've been studying here, right? Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he appeared to Cephas, who was Paul, right? And then, um, uh, then to the 12, all the apostles, right? Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of them who are still alive. They saw him ascend over 500 people, right? <laughs> they were alive at that time that they were writing this. This talks about shine the light and let the whole world sing. That's right out of Matthew. One of my memory verses as well, Matthew 5, 14 to 16 says, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine before others. And that's what we do every day as Christians if we can. It's hard with our sinful nature, <laughs> but, but let's let it shine as much as we can. He is mighty to save.
our midst, and mighty one who will save. Let me know how the sound is. Let our light shine because of the, that beautiful new covenant we're in, right? This new promise where we have access to the Holy of Holies. And um, I wanted to go over a chart to kind of kind of summarizes all this um, about the difference between the old covenant and new covenant. And this is kind of a new one I haven't shown yet, so uh, let's dig into this one a little bit. I thought that was really interesting. This just talks about the Old Covenant over here, and this is a little small, so I'll be zooming in on it, but it says right here, Levitical priests, they serve in the human tent on earth, and it's a copy and shadow, right? And then you see that shadow, and that's now you see Jesus. Jesus' place of service is superior to that of the Levitical priesthood. We saw that in chapter 8 and chapter 9, and Jesus is our true high priest in the New Covenant here serves as divine throne in heaven original in reality 
Right, so that's the first column. The second column talks about Levitical priests meditate. Me, I'm sorry, mediate old covenant. It's ineffective and obsolete. Right. So right now we have Jesus' covenant is superior to that of the Levitical priesthood. Talked about in chapter eight and nine again. So this all all also all, all talked about that. And then the, with the cross, our, he's our true high priest. He mediates a new covenant. It's effectual and eternal. And you look at this next one, the Levitical priest's blood of animal and earthly tent, repeated sacrifices, no true redemption, outward cleansing only. So with the, with the sheep, etc. Again, his sac now Jesus' sacrificial blood is superior to that of the Levitical priesthood blood, right? And that's talked about in chapter 9 that we reviewed. So Jesus is our true high priest. His own blood in heaven itself, single sacrifice, eternal redemption, inward forgiveness and purification. And another one digs into the Levitical priesthood's bodies of animals continual and many remember of sin, no lasting sanctification or purification, stand daily to serve. And Jesus' sacrificial body is superior to that of the Levitical priesthood, right? In chapter 10, we discussed, we talked about this. Again, our true high priest, his own body, singular and once and for all, takes away our sins, internal sanctification and perfection, sits down at the right hand of God. Woo! Showing he says all the power and authority of God. Oops, let me get, let me go back to here. And then we have here the God's old covenant people are examples of faith or the shadow, right? Jesus appeared to the people of God. And uh, I've talked, talked about that. He's better than Moses all through that in, in chapter uh, 11 and, and, and 12, which we're going to get into the examples of these awesome people of faith. But Jesus was above that. That's the whole point. And so Jesus, God equals son, the founder. So God's son is the founder and perfecter of our faith, endured the cross, seated with God. All right, the last one gets in here and it talks about uh, Sinai, that earthly mountain. Terror and, and fear toward God, laws and penalties equals condemnation from God, right on Mount Sinai. And you see Jesus' new covenant is superior to the old covenant as symbolized by Sinai and Zion. And so we're gonna get into this next and we get to chapter 11 and 12. And so Zion's a heavenly mountain, grace and kindness in the presence of God, forgiveness and cleansing the blood of Jesus. This is important because there's a lot of truthers out there that are teaching Zionism in a pejorative way, a bad way, right? And they talk about Zionism and being these evil Rothschilds, et cetera, and the, and the Rothschilds are evil, right? But the whole concept of Zion is, is a heavenly mountain, grace and kindness in the presence of God. So it's a good thing, right? So let's not take the truth or pejoratives and think think that every time we hear the word Zion, it's a bad thing. It's actually a very good thing biblically, right? Um, grace and kindness in the presence of God, forgiving and cleansing the blood of Jesus. Now, this is a beautiful thing. This will be in the show notes on Tuesday. If you guys just go to blessedteach.com and you will, uh, let me, I'm trying to blow up so you can see it and it's not letting me do it. Interesting. Come on, puppy. There we go. So anyway, I wanted to let you guys know that this whole uh, all, all the notes of everything I've sent and the links will all be on the Tuesday um, when I do my show notes on Monday night for everything. So you get Monday night notes for the show as well as these. Um, and we will be getting into, on Monday as well, we'll be getting into the last half of this chapter. And that's where we get into the full assurance of faith, which is a beautiful uh, teaching that will bring us right into the faith chapter. Um, and so this will get into all this, which is again, the full assurance of faith that we'll be covering on Monday to the back half of chapter 10 
of Hebrews. Um, but this is a time to um, really celebrate. I think next Sunday we'll do communion um, as we as we go into this full assurance of faith, just knowing what he did for us and the tearing of his flesh. We'll get into that. So be, be, uh, bring your elements next Sunday. I will promise I will start at 10 a.m. this time, <laughs> CST. Um, uh, if that's the first time I, don't, I think I have missed the 10 a.m. time frame, so I really apologize for being a little late uh, and then not getting the technology set up correctly because I was rushed. So, uh, But I feel good. Uh, with that extra sleep, do apologize. Um, we are going to be um, getting into some, some great new um, Testament realities looking at the Old Testament prophets and an Old Testament people in the in, the, in faith. I so tell you really enjoy that. That'll probably be on Thursday. And um, again, remember we do word and worship on Friday and on Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. Friday at 5 p.m. And then we do praise and prayer with some of the same, same great music on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And you can see all that on neighborhood.social. And one thing I wanted to or blessedteach.com you'll be able to, to, to be able to connect with us a lot better. I wanted to make sure that you know that all these backstage people that are so awesome, these patriots that are just great prayer warriors, and they're great worshipers as well, obviously, um, but they, they, they're they all here on the neighborhood.social platform. It's like, just like Facebook, works just like Facebook, as easy as Facebook. So I ask you if you really um, do not want to be isolated in this time, want to, want to actually interface with other uh, Christian patriots, Christian impactors that we call them. We call this the Christian impactor platform. You can see our logo there is the cross with the lion of Judah and Jesus praying there. And this is again where you can have uh, neighbors, which are your friends, right? Your groups, which uh, there's like Facebook groups you have uh, and pages, you have, uh, you have neighborhood groups and pages, right? And then the groups I wanted to emphasize here is this is where a lot of these active Zoom groups. We're going to be certifying these for Blessed to Teach here soon. That will be people where you can go and trust and get good biblical teaching, right? And get and really connect with other people that uh, love you. But also um, making sure we're preparing for the hurting people that are all going to wake up and be shocked. That's what this ministry is really about, is let's help people that are really getting um, hit with, with uh, the horrible realities of what this globalists are doing what this Muslim extremism is doing. And they're gonna, when they wake up to really how bad this is and what's happening to the children, um, they're gonna be shocked and they're gonna need a place to go. So these are the active Zoom groups. And we can see they, there's, there's one at, at noon on, uh, on uh, and it talks about CST each time um, on each, each of these days, right? This one doesn't tell me what day it is until I open it up. There it is, Thursdays at noon, as an example. So you'll be able to just join these Zoom groups of great Christian patriots I've really, think you should do that. Also, my blog that I, that we talk about and teach on a lot is in the discuss area where it's the blogs and forums. So you can go into these blogs and there's a lot of people giving um, declarations, etc. It's it's beautiful thing happening right now. But if you just search on Rick or go to this, this teaching, Rick's Journal of Alone Time with God, again, just search on Rick from the blogs area. You'll be able to find the, the Journal of Alone Time that I'm spending um, time with the Lord each day in prayer and it's using the technique um, that I learned from the book of Nathan French and technique's probably the wrong word it's just a way that he gets really close to God and started hearing from God more directly how and it's basically it's not meant to be a secret God wants to speak to you really uh, appreciate if you guys go check his story out and look at his ministry 
I read that book and then hearing from God closer than ever. I believe that's what he wants to do with you. I'm not even in the office of prophet, but I'm hearing sentences from the Lord guiding me in my path uh, for this ministry as well as for, for me. And um, there's a powerful word that I'll be reading tomorrow night um, that he gave me here just last couple days. And uh, this is this is go time, guys. It's, uh, it's time for him to be flowing through us for those that want to be part of this remnant. And that is means full submission to him and allowing to be a vessel, be the clay for him at the potter. And you can be a vessel where he's gonna flow through you in power. Um, so I'll be, I'll be reading that. You can actually go see that now by just coming here and as you scroll down and see that my story and how, how I prepare before I hear from God. And you'll see um, the, the, the words that are here um, that um, has really um, put me in a new level with the Lord. And I think he wants you to be at a new level with him as well. Um, but with that, let's get into another song. And uh, this, is, this is what he's telling. In order to actually hear from him like this, we need to put him first. And that's what this, this next song is. It's about first things first. It's also, uh, this song is also subtitled Consumed by Fire. But first things first, I seek your will, not my own. Isn't that what we all really want? Just to be in the will of God. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6.33 tells us, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Right? Doesn't it just light up the forest? He shows you the light for your path as well. To live your truth, walk your ways. All my desires reversed. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 5. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. In 1 John 2, 7. This third verse we emphasize says, All things I held dear. What to do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame never satisfy. What would I gain if my soul's the price? Ugh, for sure. So do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth. Lay up treasures in heaven. Matthew 6, 19. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Matthew 16, 26. I don't want to love what the world loves or chase what the world does. I only want you. And this uh, last part says, Do not love the world for the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 1 John 2.15 For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And 1 John 5.4 Let's put him first. He's like consumed by fire. Beautiful thing to let him consume us. All the things that I've held The vanities that whispered in my ear What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy I've come to find they never satisfy what would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't want to love what the world loves. I don't want to chase what the world does. I only want you. I only want you. First things first, I seek your will. Not my own, surrender all my wants. 
kingdom's all I want to see. shout to the Lord. Thank you for joining us today as we just uh, continue to just uh, lift him up, knowing that this new covenant is so much better. We shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Clap your hands, all people. Shout to God loud songs of joy, Psalm 47.1. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name, the song says. That points us to a couple of scriptures, Old and New Testament. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name so that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth. So that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth, under the earth. I said today, okay, my comfort and my shelter. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty Psalm 91.1, talking about the tower of refuge and strength. That's what he is. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. What a beautiful uh, psalm this is about shouting to the Lord. Shout to the Lord with me. My 
All right. Thank you so much for joining us here on Sunday. Um, we are going to be doing this every Sunday. And uh, also we do Word and Worship on Friday. Friday, Gus and I co-teach uh, on the book of John right now. I think we're um, chapter 14 or so. So we'll be back in the saddle here this Friday. Do apologize for the late start uh, this morning. And uh, we, will, we will get that, that all uh, uh, squared away as we go forward here with the, with the new setup. Um, it's looking, looking really good. We, we uh, are, are um, now have, a, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, in the old Zoom I had to have uh, all the, all the uh, you know, recording thing here and the black stuff around it. And I, and I had to show all of the full screen versus uh, showing uh, just the actual high definition picture of each person. So it's a, it, is a, it is a software package called Zoom ISO that's in beta. So it doesn't work perfect every time. So I'm, we're working through that. I'll be upgrading to the next version of that. Um, but uh, it's going to be beautiful as we get this going, as we move forward. And uh, we're, we're continuing to invest in new music. We're adjusting the sound volumes based on the new software setup to where I don't have to be messing with it. And, and we're going to have a, um, some producers come on so they can move and show different screens without me having to do it where I can just worship with you guys. I'm looking really forward to that in the future here too. But I uh, did want to let you know that um, we'd love to have you become a partner as well. So besides uh, the neighborhood there, if, if you go to the neighborhood that I was showing you, see if I get to that. It doesn't want to get me there right now. Or just go to blessedteach.com. In fact, everything you can that you want to do with this ministry, you'll find on blessedteach.com. Okay? We're going to come up with another b2ministry.org site that emphasizes more of the praise and prayer and the word and worship and stuff like that. But right now, everything is, is on the menu system here. You can find backstage. Love to have you come backstage with us. You can be backstage on Zoom with us right now. For instance, it takes two or three minutes to set up. Of course, we're wrapping up now, but uh, tomorrow night. And with all the guests that we have coming, etc., that's the backstage tab right there. Uh, the front stage, uh, just on the very front page, you scroll down, this is where you join the show notes list so you can get all the show notes of everything I'm showing you. The neighborhood, this is what I was showing you, the neighborhood.social, just click there, that'll get you the link to it. The training, we do training as well. That's uh, the Impactor for Truth course. Uh, this is where you can get to the store with all the Patriot stores as well as the natural type health solutions all there. You can get uh, this donation tab allows you to become a partner of this ministry. Again, it, even if it's a widow's mighty, the, the, the 50 cents a month or so, you'd be considered a partner. You're going to get actual exclusive prayer. So we're having an expert. The Lord told me to make sure I was doing this. I was keeping people from reaping. And, and it was a kind of a, the, a, a reprimand for Rick there. Um, but become a partner. You will be, basically be able to receive exclusive ministry updates. Um, it's because we want you to feel like you're part of this ministry as uh, anybody that wants to partner here. You also receive regular prayer from the intercessory prayer team. They started this week. In fact, I got to get that today, the list of the, of the, of the partners to that team that's going to be praying for you Monday. And they'll be praying for you and your family. And um, they'll be, they'll be uh, listening to the Holy Spirit about what they need to pray for you specifically about. Um, eventually, we'll have an option for you to, to give more specifics if you want to. But again, that's how you become a partner. This whole vision is to basically um, really deliver true news and expose the devil's schemes. That's a big part of what we want to do, right? Uh, we obviously want to lead people. The vision is we lead people through the narrow path of salvation, through prayer, teaching, and worship. We also want to activate sleeping believers and make disciples worldwide. That's why we're going to have all these, these groups trained to help all these hurting people, 
right? We're going to do that by delivering true news and expose the devil's schemes. We're going to provide a home for praise, worship, and glorification of the Lord. Um, we're going to nurture a platform of Christian patriots. That's the neighborhood.social. All right, so I hope you guys right now are enjoying this praise and worship and glorifying the Lord, really. really. We want that to be daily. Right now, it's four days a week. We're going to expand that as we go. Train small groups to be able to help the hurting with support, prayers, and discipleship. That's a big part of what we do. And we're going to equip, train, and edify the saints, empowering them to identify and use their spiritual gifts. That's a lot with that impactor for truth course was. If you go to the training tab from blessedteach.com. Got a lot of expansion plans that we want to do. Um, as you know, we've been taken off YouTube and Facebook and Megaphone. Uh, we lost all our Patreon accounts. We lost Teespring. We lost our three PayPals. And, and they even kicked me out of the bank because I'm just teaching truth on the show, right? But we are going to expand, go into uh, different places. We're going to uh, um, really reach these other platforms. Like we're not doing anything on all these other platforms where I think we can give give a really good social media presence to expand. Um, we're gonna have a new weekly newsletter and, and a, a new app that's coming out. Um, again, uh, all this uh, it takes a lot of investment, but we're gonna make sure it happens. We want to have revival harvest preparation. So we want to be able to do seven by 24 praise and prayer in case uh, the Lord wants to do a revival through this. So we're gonna be ready for it. I'll be able to be live without me. We wanna really have new, a bunch of new courses coming in. Uh, this new partner program we just rolled out. We want to have a single sign-on because we have five, four or five platforms. We want to make it easier for people. Expand groups to help the hurting. Um, and that's exactly what we're in the process of doing right now. Eventually, we're going to have in-person events for equipping and worship revivals. So uh, if you want to kind of update on this whole uh, area of where we're going to achieve this vision, expand and, and achieve the, our mission, um, just become a partner. It's pretty simple. Just uh, You can text GIVE to 833-209-2393. Again, that's 833-209-2393. You can just hit give. Those of you who could just take a picture of this right here, that's a QR code that'll get you to here as well. But uh, just again, just any recurring gift, no matter how small the amount is, we're going to pour into you with, with updates on this ministry on an exclusive basis. And we're also going to pour into you with intercessory prayer group. Um, that is, that is, that's going to be a blessing for everyone. As uh, We just want you to plant uh, so that the Lord can... can uh, can reap and is used planting. So uh, we love you guys so much and we cannot wait uh, to do communion next week with you as well as get into the teaching on the rest of chapter 12 on Monday. And then Thursday, we'll get into the faith chapter of chapter 11 of Hebrews. Um, we love you all so much. And uh, with that, if the backstagers wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. I don't. That's right. I forgot. You can't hear. You can't hear them all saying goodbye. Okay. We'll go. <laughs>